0: Book of First Thessalonians. We'll begin First Thessalonians chapter number five. First Thessalonians chapter number five. I'm going to read one verse of Scripture this morning uh, for our text. And while you're turning there, let me once again remind you of the service tonight at six o'clock, and we'll have a great time in church this evening. Then the fellowship uh, after the service uh, is always a highlight of the year. First Thessalonians chapter number five. Um, obviously, we're all aware uh, that Thursday. Uh, Is Thanksgiving. Uh, if you're not aware, uh, you, have, you have much to do between now and then. Uh, but we look forward to uh, that holiday. But uh, it puts our mindset uh, in a place that it really should be uh, year round. Uh, it's, it's tragic um, if we as Americans only celebrate Veterans Day one day of the year. Um, it's tragic if we as Americans only celebrate our independence one day in the summertime. Uh, I think we get the point that I'm trying to make. Uh, I want to enjoy my freedom every day. I want to live thankful for those who have sacrificed so that I can have that freedom every day as an American. And as a Christian, we ought to be thankful for what God's done for us more than just one Thursday in November. We're going to look at the text this morning, and the message I believe will... Uh, reinforce what I, I am saying, but certainly there's nothing wrong with having an extra emphasis, and on this Sunday before Thanksgiving, we'll certainly do that. 1 Thessalonians 5, one verse of Scripture, verse 18, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. The message this morning, I want to ask you a question with our text in mind. Are you in the will of God? Are you in the will of God? Our text says, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Are you in the will of God this morning? I believe this verse will help us determine that. Father, I pray that... Uh, With the time we have, may we look to you, may we allow the Word of God to speak to us, may we allow the Spirit of God to work in our heart this morning. And Father, there's one here unsaved, may they uh, fall under conviction, realize their need of a Savior because of their sin condition, realize they cannot save themselves, and may they uh, put their faith in Christ this morning. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. The will of God, sometimes we make it more difficult than uh, we should. Uh, The will of God can, and we'll look at it in two different ways this morning, the will of God, God has a specific will of God for every Christian, for every person, something that He specifically has, a task that He has specific to each individual. Uh, In this specific will of God, there are things that God has for me to do that He does not have for you to do. He has things for you to do that He does not have for me to do or for anybody else, I say this often, and I believe it's true, I 100% believe it's true, that God does not give an individual life and then determine a will for them. God designs a, has a will and then, and then then designs a life for that will. It's our responsibility to get on the same page with God when it comes to what are we supposed to do with our life. What is the goal, the purpose of our life? But the will of God is specific in that Manner. It's designed just for me. It's designed just for you. Uh, for example, uh, June 9th, 1995, I, I married my wife. She's the will of God for me. Uh, she's not the will of God for you. She's the will of God for me. Uh, God gave me, you have a child in heaven, but God gave me uh, Alyssa, uh, Anna. And Addie, it is the will of God for me to be their father. Now, if I could pass that off on somebody else, I would. But uh, no, it's, it's God's will for me. It's my responsibility. It's, it's what God had for me. The same could be said of you in your situation. Uh, many of you, as I look around, you still have your children that you're rearing. That's God's will for you to rear your children. God gave you those. Uh, many, you've already reared your children, and now uh, you're an influence on your grandchildren. That, that's, that's the will of God for you. Uh, there are things that God has given us to do. God uh, has allowed me, and part of the will of God for me is to be the pastor at Emmanuel Baptist Church. That is the will of God for my life. It's what God designed me to do. Likewise, if you're a member this morning, it is God's will for you to be a member of the Emmanuel Baptist Church. That's what God has designed. That's a specific will of God. This morning, I want to speak more generally in the will of God. Uh, God has a specific will, tasks that only I can do, tasks that only you can do. I think we all understand that. But God has, and I'll, I'll use the word general, a general will of God. It is something that He wants everyone to do. For example, it is God's will for every man, every woman to be saved. It's God's will for every man, every woman to put their faith and trust in Christ in Christ alone. If someone someone dies unsaved, they die without Christ, they are dying tragically, it will spend an eternity paying for their own sins in a horrible place called hell, but they will die out of the will of God. It's God's will for every man to be saved. Say, Pastor, how can you say that? Well, the Bible tells me so, but let me just be practical. Christ died for all men. He died so that all might be saved. Uh, there, There's the general will of God, things that God wants every Christian to do. He wants every Christian to be in church. That's the will of God. Congratulations in that area of your life this morning because you're here. And if you are awake this morning, you are in where God has for you part of the will of God is for every Christian to be in church. That's why you don't have to pray about whether or not a Christian should be in church. That's where they should be, because God, it's the will of God for every Christian. I'll give you another example. It is the will of God for every Christian to be kind. Be ye kind one to another. That's the will of God. Well, it's just my personality. Oh, no, no, no. You don't blame it on your personality. It is the will of God for everyone to be kind. Well, I just don't like going, you know, I just don't have any friends. Well, it's the will of God for you to have friends. Well, nobody's nice to me. Well, I hate to bring the Bible in to this, but a man that hath friends must show himself friendly. Uh, What's the will of God for all of us to be kind? You know, it's the will of God for every Christian to know the Word of God, not just for the pastor to know the Word of God. It's the will of God for every Christian. The Bible commands us, instructs us to grow in grace. We should all be growing as Christians. That is the will of God for all of us. So I hope this morning we see very simply there's a specific will of God, something that only I can do. And that's why all of us need to look this morning. And let me sit in my message this morning, but let me remind all of us, your life has value. Your life has purpose. One, because God granted you life. Two, because he sent his son to die and pay for your sins. There's nothing greater. What greater sacrifice than the son of God never sinning, being in perfection, paying for your and my sins. You have value because Christ was willing to pay for your sins. But you also have value because there's a will will that God has for you that only you can fulfill. Only you can do the task. And sometimes we as Christians, we minimize our importance because we fail to see that if God has given you breath, and I'm looking around to check out some of you, God has still given you breath and life. That means there's still something God has for you to do that only you can do. That's a specific will of God generally speaking with the will of god i've given us some examples that i hope we are reminded and we know the will of god we also speak to that general will of god in our text in everything give thanks this is a command this is something that god did not put qualifiers on he didn't say if you felt like life was fair give thanks if you don't think life's fair you don't have to give thanks it didn't say if, 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 if something unfortunate has come your way, you don't have to give thanks. No, the Bible says in everything give thanks. And it goes on to say, for this is the will of God. Right. It is what he has for all of us to do. Not just one Thursday in the month of November, but as a Christian, if I am going to live in the will of God... I must be one that gives thanks. Oh, I, and, and I preached on this not too, too long ago. If you study the Word of God, a spirit, an attitude of ungratefulness grieves the heart of God. It kindles the anger of God, because we have much to be thankful for. So, if I'm in the, if I'm going to be in the will of God, in the generally speaking, in the will of God, I must be thankful. So we can be in the will of God in a lot of different areas but if we do not have a thankful heart if we are not one that expresses that thankfulness if we are not one that is thankful in everything then are we in the will of God this morning I want to look at this verse and I'll give us a very simple outline this morning and I trust that this will help us be in the will of God it's my heart's desire that I'm in the will of God As your pastor, it's my heart's desire that you're in the will of God. And this morning, as your pastor, I must remind all of us, yes, it's the will of God for you to be in church. I'm to encourage you and admonish you, be in church. church. It's the will of God for every Christian to give and to be a cheerful giver. That's the will of God. You don't have to pray about whether or not you're supposed to give to the work of the Lord. You don't have to pray about whether or not you're supposed to put a tithe in. It's the will of God for you. It's settled. I want that for you, but... I must also remind us, I want us to be in the will of God when it comes to thankfulness. This morning are we in the will of God. I want to remind you from this verse of Scripture. It begins with, number one, it begins with an acknowledgement. Notice that word thanks. In everything give thanks. You cannot be thankful without making an acknowledgement. Well, I'm thankful, but is there an acknowledgement? Yes, we can have a thankful heart, but when is the last time that we have actually acknowledged to God that we're grateful? And we send our gripes up, don't we? We send all of our requests up, we send our complaints up, and there's nothing wrong with that, but friend, we ought to be, start before we ask God for that which we need. We ought to thank God for that which we have. It is an acknowledgment. See, when we need to be reminded that we are not self sufficient, but we're in the hands of the Almighty. We we all are still living today because our heart pumps the blood through our body. Do you know who controls whether or not our heart continues to pump? God does. We're alive today because we have air in our lungs. Do you know whose air we're breathing this morning? You guessed it. God's. See, we are not self-sufficient. We, we are in the hands of the Almighty. Well, I don't need anything. God, I have this, and I, I, have, I have all my needs taken care of, but it is God that allows us to have what we have, and it begins with the acknowledgement, and everything Give. Thanks. We need to be more per- purposeful in expressing our gratitude, our thankfulness to not just to God, but to others, but what God has brought in our life. It begins with an acknowledgement. Ingratitude or unthankfulness reveals self centeredness. Uh, all of us have something to be thankful for. Pastor, I just don't know. I just don't know if I have anything to be thankful for. Well, if you ever get to that place, just remind yourself of who your pastor is. And and you have something to be thankful for. Uh, All of us, but it begins with an acknowledgement. Are you in the will of God today? Do you want to be in the will of God today? We cannot be in the will of God without acknowledging. I'm glad I'm saved this morning, aren't you? I live in victory because of my salvation. I live with an eternal hope because of my salvation. I'm excited about my salvation. I enjoy the benefits of my salvation. Do you remember what if, what the burden that you carried before you got saved and how you felt after you received salvation? What, what a joy, what a benefit. When's the last time you acknowledged the source of that? I believe it's good, and I believe it falls into a command of living in the will of God to have a time when we stop and we acknowledge our gratitude. Well, God knows my heart. He does know, my, know our hearts. And if, what's in our, if it's what's truly in our hearts, we, ha- we shouldn't have a problem expressing from our lips what is in our heart. But it begins with an acknowledgement. Number two, if we're going to be in the will of God when it comes to giving things, it's done on purpose. Notice the wording of Scripture, in everything, give thanks. That word give signifies action. You didn't know you were going to get an English lesson on Sunday morning, along with Bible this morning, but it signifies action. There's an effort, there's something that goes into it to cause it to happen. If you and I are going to be in the will of God when it comes to thankfulness and being thankful we have to purpose that it's going to happen. I mentioned in the, in the introduction that part of the will of God for every child of God is to be in the house of God on the Lord's Day. You didn't just get up and without any effort and energy just happened to get into your car today and happened to get down here and happen to get yourself in. No, you on purpose made yourself get up and thankfully made yourself get cleaned up And you got in the vehicle or somebody brought you here. You put some purpose into being in the will of God, in the house of God. Thankfulness is no different. It's no different. You've got to decide to be grateful. You've got to decide to be thankful. You know, it's our nature to complain. It's our nature to point out that which we do not have. That's why we have to make an effort to be in the will of God to give thanks. Today, I'm going to decide to give thanks. I don't know what your, all your Thanksgiving traditions are, and, and I don't know if on Thanksgiving Day and that, that dinner, you go around the table and say, Everybody give something you're thankful for. I, I don't know if you do that or not. I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just, but wouldn't it be good if every day we purposed? Today, I'm going to find something to give thanks for. I'm going to find somebody to show my gratitude to. Why is it that we only acknowledge what somebody's done for us when unfortunately, many times, they're taken from us? Shouldn't we live every day acknowledging, giving thanks? Are you thankful for what God's done for you this morning? If you're going to live in the will of God when it comes to giving things, it's done on purpose. You know, we don't have to, it doesn't take any effort for us to complain, does it? We don't have to wake up and say, okay, today, I'm going to find three things to complain about. And for most of us, we walk out of our room and say, one, two, three, okay, I've hit my quota for the day. The day's getting by me. I gotta find something else. No, it comes natural to us. But let me tell you what you do have to purpose. Today, I'm gonna have a spirit of thankfulness. I'm gonna be in the will of God when it comes to giving thanks. I have to do it on purpose. Pastor, you don't understand. My personality is one that I'm just negative. Then you've got to work harder. We all have different challenges in different ways. That's your greater challenge. You've got to work harder. Uh, in everything, give things it's done on purpose. Number three, I'll move quickly to the outline this morning. There are no exceptions. I want you to notice two different things when we think of there's no exceptions. First of all, at the end of the verse, it says there's the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Everybody see that? Yeah, you. God's speaking to you. Why is it that we sometimes as Christians think we're the exception? It's the will of God concerning you. So pastor, you don't understand what happened in my life concerning you. You don't understand what I've been through. Well, God knows about it. God knew about it before this world was ever fashioned. And God still preserved in Scripture for us today on the Sunday before Thanksgiving of 2019 for us to be reminded that it applies to all of us. Then it says in everything. This is where we have a hard time with God. There's no exceptions. We live in a victim society today. Well, I'm not happy, so it must have been my parents' fault. I'm not happy, but it must have been, it must have been my, my my pastor's fault. I'm not happy. It must be my, you know, it was George Washington's fault. I'm not happy, so it's we all we always have these things that everybody. It's always somebody else's fault, and friend. I'm not minimizing burdens. I'm not minimizing heartaches. I'm not minimizing. But I'm just focusing this morning on the scripture that he says, in everything, give thanks. Because God has still granted me life. Don't raise your hand this morning, but how many of you have ever been disappointed at something? But Jesus still died on the cross and paid for my sins. I'm still saved. In everything give thanks. Well, Pastor, that's easy for you to say. When this coming Saturday is our, well, my wife and I, our daughter Amanda's birthday. Uh, she would be 19 this coming uh, Saturday. It's hard to believe that that much time has gone by. Of course, most of you, if not all of you know, she was eight and a half months old when the Lord took her home. How do you say thanks? Because probably somebody's sitting out there say, "Pastor, if you knew what's happened to me, you'd know there's an exception to that." And I'm here to tell you this morning that when God says in everything, He means in everything. And I use that as an illustration this morning because that is certainly a a time in our life we can look back, and it's a very, very difficult time in. As we prayed for God to, do, to heal her in one way, he healed her in another. But it was not what we would have desired. But you know, all these years have gone by, and I can look back, and there, there, are, there, are, there, are, different, there are definitely things that I can give thanks for. I'm not grateful to have, ever, if I could have avoided that, I'd avoid it. But I can tell you this morning that if I can use this and be personal, personal this morning, There are many of you, I've sat across the table from you, I've sat next to you, I've offered some comfort to you, and I can honestly say that I know what it's like to grieve, I know what it's like to hurt, I know what it's like to be disappointed at some things, and I can find thanks as your pastor to be able to have a heart that can sympathize and know what it's like. I can find thanks in that. The point this morning is no matter what you have been through, If you'll remind yourself that God is a sovereign God. God is a good God. He's granted me life. I did nothing to earn it. He's granted me salvation through His Son. I did nothing to earn that. He has been good to me. I live in the United States of America. People all over this world... Would love to be in this nation. But yet God placed me here. And I can name uh, name blessing after blessing after blessing. I stand here this morning a blessed man. But I can tell you, I've shed my share of tears. I've, I've had my heart broken many times. But I can still say, in everything give thanks. Because I really believe when we get to heaven, we're gonna, it's going to be revealed to us that there's things God kept us from that we have no idea he kept us from. There's tears we would have shed that He kept us from. We seem to be in the habit of giving thanks in every situation. Say, so Pastor, I just don't understand why this has happened. I don't understand why this had to take place this way. I might not give you any reason, but I can only go to the Scripture and say, God says, in everything give thanks, so God will enable us by His grace I wonder if we approach it in this regard, instead of saying, "God, why?" I say, "God, would you show me the good that you want to come from this? Will you show me? Will you will you allow me?" We say this, God is good, and God is good all the time. And in every situation, God is good. And we get a place in our life, if we're ungrateful, we think we deserve. If we're ungrateful, you see it in our own nation today. People are demanding, demanding, demanding. They're not grateful for the nation that they live in. They're not grateful for the sacrifice that has been made. And we get the same way as Christians. Are we truly grateful for the life that God has given us? Are we truly grateful for the fact that Jesus died on the cross and paid for our sins? Friend, if we have our salvation, if we never have to spend a moment in hell because of the Lord Jesus Christ, anything above that is a bonus. But there's no exceptions. Number four. As we draw our attention to... The end of the message. Before I give you number four, I want to go back to the question I asked you. Are you in the will of God? Some things are easier for us than other things to be in the will of God. I've used the illustration of, it's. I believe it's the will of God for every Christian to be in church. For somebody like me, that's all I've known. That's easy for me to be in the will of God. I grew up in a preacher's home from the time I was born uh, all the way through my life I've always been in church on Sunday it's not even it's not even an, an, an option obviously although I had to really think about it this morning but hey it's not even it's, what I, it's, it's 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 easy for me This might be easy for you But if you live long enough you're going to face some situations where this is going to be a challenge So if we're going to be in the will of God, we've already seen it begins with an acknowledgement. It's something that's done on purpose, and there's no exceptions. This is one of those things, are you with me this morning, that is easier said than done? Because let's just be honest, sometimes we face things in life, we don't see any way we can get thanks for But we have a command. Do you believe in the commands of God? Something to remember about Scripture. Something to remember about the commands of God. God never makes a command that He will not give us the ability to fulfill. And that is the key to number four. We find the ability to perform the commandment. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God. Those are the next three words. In Christ Jesus. How are we able to fulfill this command? In everything. Not some things, everything, give thanks. It's in Christ Jesus. First of all, through salvation. You and I need to keep things in perspective. If you're saved this morning, you didn't do a thing to earn that. You didn't deserve it either. But if we keep it in perspective that I'm saved, I'm on my way to heaven, in Christ Jesus, anything above that... Friend, can I tell you this morning, how can you look back on your life and you see things that, that you wish hadn't taken place perhaps or, or heartaches and heartbreaks and disappointments? I just, don't, I just don't understand it. I don't think it's fair. But friend, if you'll go to the place where I know I can testify, and if we're honest this morning, we'd all have the same testimony of I know I deserve hell for my sins. And I know Jesus died on the cross and paid for my sins and paid my sin debt. And I put my faith and trust in Him, and through Him I have salvation. And I know what I deserve this morning, so anything above that is a bonus. The fact that we get to be here today and we get to sing about Him, we get to look in the Word of God and have the Word of God speak to us, we don't deserve that. We shouldn't have that, but God, through his grace and his mercy and because of salvation, I can, through Christ Jesus, I can give thanks in everything. We need to be reminded and look at things through perspective. Do you realize when you got saved, it's because you knew that you deserved hell? If you're here this morning and you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, you've never gotten that settled, you You deserve hell. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But everybody this morning that we're rejoicing in their salvation, we fell under the conviction we looked to Christ because we deserve hell. But now we've been saved for a while, and we think we deserve everything that God has to offer. We've forgotten that we just deserve hell. So I can give thanks. In Christ Jesus through salvation and then also through submission. Submission. Do you believe this morning that your life is yours or that your life is God's? It's a good question. Because if we are truly submitted to the will of God for our life, then we must acknowledge that part of that will may be suffering. Part of that will may be disappointed. Part of that will may be some hardship. Are we submitted to the plan of God for our life? I used as an illustration a little bit ago about our daughter Amanda. One of the things that has enabled me to pastor as I pastor... I can point to that tragedy in our life. Somewhere along the line, I had to submit to the will of God because God had a greater purpose than he wanted to do. We have to be willing to submit to what is the will of God for our life, and part of that will is to give thanks. But how are we going to do this? We have to submit to him. As we conclude this morning, let me ask you the question again. Are you in the will of God? Are you giving thanks on purpose in every situation? If you're here this morning and you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, for you to be in the will of God, you must get saved. God is not willing that any should perish. Christ, the perfect son of God, died for all. And say, oh, pastor, you don't know what I did. You don't know what the other people in this room have done. But Christ died for their sins too. But if you're saved this morning, we have a responsibility to obey the command of God in everything, give thanks. Or it's the will of God the will of God you live, are you giving thanks on purpose in every situation as we go to the invitation this morning Christian when's the last time you bowed your knee with a humble heart toward God you just said thank you Thank you for loving me as I'm unlovable. Thank you for saving me when I don't deserve to be saved. Thank you for the things and the people that you've placed in my life. Thank you for the word of God. And can I say it this morning? Thank you for my pastor. Thank you for my church. Thank you for My brothers and sisters in Christ, thank you for the family that you've given me. Thank you for the nation. When's the last time we've bowed our knee just to say thanks? I'll be the first to tell you when you're in a crisis situation, get on your face before God and call out to Him. But should there not be times in our life where we don't really need anything from Him? other than just to say thank you. Thank you. The Bible doesn't say in everything complain. I guess God knew we'd have that now. But he says in everything give thanks. Are you in the will of God this morning? I want you to be in the will of God. I want you to be saved if you're not saved. There's many areas that God would have us do and live in ways we have us live as a Christian But this one specifically this this morning I want to put the focus on are you in the will of God when it comes to being thankful? Giving thanks for what God has done for you. In everything, give thanks. Father, I pray this.